Welcome to the Antonio T. Smith Jr. Sermon Podcast. Here you will learn more about the Bible, God's narrative, and build your journey and your relationship with God. Enjoy the Antonio T. Smith Jr. Sermon Podcast. Say, he's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So why does your mood match the fact that <laughs> match the mood of the people saw this day? Does that make sense? Yeah. I can literally stop right there. Yeah. And you would have gotten enough to understand yeah. that if he died for you, you ought to be courageous enough to leave. Come on. All right. And see, you, you, I, I, and I want to just push to you. I have no bad news to you today. I want to tell you all day long how savable you are. Because he died and you're dead. And I just think it's I just think it's time out for sad Christians. I just, I just, I just can't wrap my head around people who are saved and have low self-esteem. Now, I'm not telling you, like, one of the hypocrisies of the church is that we won't recognize mental defects and mental diseases. You know, we say pray about it. No, no, no. Down syndrome is down syndrome. Depression is depression. There's some science behind this stuff. Everything, you can't just put some prayer on there and stop. Does that make sense? But if you don't suffer from mental disabilities that are both invisible and visible, well, why are you sad? I'd like to encourage you and ask you, are you sad because of your ego or your inability to produce cognitive thoughts to be happy? Because you're savable. Like even if even if you are depressed right now, your savior says, I'll die for you anyway. Come on, man. Right. See, there's a theme in Come you. on, I see it. See, 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 see. If you if you check out, if you if you text, if you if you think about um, if you left the beans on too long, you know, you, you know, we do stuff like that, right? Or or if you got a good Christian, that was a bad one. If you think about your blender when you get home, maybe me and him the only consumers of alcohol. Just me and him thought that with no blender it was straight brown. Yes. You understand? <laughs> so if you think about that, let me just give you this thing as implicit. You should be happy on, because man. he died. Yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Keep going. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like you have to listen. Seriously, I don't want you. I mean, I can be. You, you say me. I can, I can boot pilot, tune up, and all that good stuff, and I, I can pace and all that stuff. But I don't want you to leave here happy. I want you to leave here full of. This. Not prosperity, but you deserve prosperity. See, see, I'm saying that, but everybody can't get it. Right. Because all of you to this point, you thought that prosperity was a privilege. You missed the fact that he died to live in your life. I've been talking about real calm for five and a half minutes. And some of y'all. enjoying life? Is it you? The matrix? I know you like that part right there, right? The matrix you're trapped in? 
or do you lack the cognitive ability to be joyful? Wow. Because if you get happy over your favorite food, you should also be happy about everything else. Yeah. To include be God. Yeah, 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 yeah. To your savior. And I want to encourage you because some of you don't you don't understand this. You know why? Because people like me beat you up every Sunday. Every time I see you, I tell you how, how trash you are. I tell you, pay your tithes. Not that strong. <laughs> I may miss you. I may miss you. Because you know, I, I actually do need you to give and then life's going to come up. No, I don't want to be too hard. But I don't want to just teach you how to behave. Maybe I should teach you how to behave and be happy at the same time. Come on, guys. I mean, I thought, what's the point of what's the point of going through life? Going to heaven. But living like hell all your way there. <laughs> Have you ever thought about how wonderful you are? I bring it to you. You're so wonderful that you can't even remember your first sin. And he still loves you. Think about that for a second. You've sinned so much. But you can't even remember your first. In fact, I challenge you to remember your second. I wait. That's how. That's how dirty you are. But he still loves you. Does that make sense? I mean, every time you drank what you shouldn't have, shot in you what you shouldn't have, smoked what you shouldn't have, slept with who you should not have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He still loves you. Yeah. Come on, help me out. You understand what I'm saying? Some of us, I'll raise my hand first, make it a habit of sleeping in bed that didn't belong to them. Amen. I'm the only sinner in this place. I'm the only sinner in this place. <laughs> the only sinner, right? I'm the only one. Okay, that's okay. Here's what I'm trying to encourage you to understand. Let's talk about the heart of the gospel. The heart of the gospel is that God did something that you did not do and you benefit from what he did. Okay, okay. Watch this sit. Watch this sit. You clearly understand the death, burial, and resurrection. And yes, that is the gospel, but it's part of it. Theologically and observationally, there's a comma right after that, yeah. according to scriptures. Now, if that don't make sense to you, let me make it make sense to you. Yes, he died. Yes, he was buried. buried. Yes, he raised. But he had a life. Okay, so let's go back real quick. He died so you can live, yeah. but he lived so you can prosper. Okay, but let's go back a little further. So not only did he live, but God put in all this Old Testamental stuff that 
now makes up our gospel. See, you can't rip the story of Israel out of the gospel. This is, this is very important. This is, this, is, this is called continuity. Okay? So, I am what you call a new covenantal theologian. That means I fully recognize the continuity, sameness, holding together of the Old Testament and the New Testament, but I clearly see the discontinuity, yeah. meaning some stuff is not the same. Yeah. And before you ever confess that you love him, he already set a plan to save I'm trying to show you how you're saved. Right? The title says, Do you know I say I'll give it to you this way. Do you remember Jonah? Jonah, Old Testament? See, I really love Jonah. Because Jonah, he's got to be kidful. If you, if you go through what's the family tree thing that's popular now, you go on the internet. Accessory.com. If you go to Accessory.com and, and spend money and find my, you're going to find Jonah somewhere. Because me and Jonah, disrespect and disobey the Lord. Let me just say it. I'm just saying this straight up. Jonah was told by God, hey, go way over there. Miles away north. And go save some folk. Jonah said, well, you know, you're too merciful. You understand. I don't even like them. And you don't forgive them. So I'm going all the way south to the coastal area, Joppa, and I'm going to get on the boats. Now, if you don't understand this, I'll tell you why. Because it was customary that if you served a god, that god was a god of that area. So you walk into Texas City, Texas, and say, who's the god of Texas City? This is what you do. So Jonah fought if he went far enough he can outrun God. Yeah. Now, let me tell you how savable you are. Here is where you should pay attention. The people of Nineveh uh -huh. are getting ready to die the rightful death. Before they repent, God already sent salvation. Come on now. See, 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 now let, let me give you a timeline. He takes a couple of days' journey the wrong way, gets into a boat, and then God said, no, 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 do that. Puts it in some big fish mouth. And then three days later, spews him out on the coast. And then the text says he takes a day's journey all the way to, listen, you missed it. Because that's like five days I've been calculating this far. But before they knew about salvation, God already dispatched Come on, man. One more time. They don't get this time. The people that live are wrong. They deserve to die, according to your belief. They are going to confess, but it's not their confession, it's not their repentance that saves them. God moved. Come on. And that's what they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before they knew they were wrong, God said, get some of this love. And when you recognize how bad you are, the love will already be waiting on you. Now, I just said a whole lot. I just proved to you gospel in the Old Testament. I just proved to you how God frequently 
saves us when we're unsavable according to the world. But he moves before we do. How about that? So this is why you can't snatch the story of Israel out the New Testament. See, all you folks, well, let me, I, I, this is good news. I'm not going to Well, I got to do it. This is just, this is once, this is once. Stop saying it's just the New Testament church. It's unbiblical, okay? You can't just snatch the whole Old Testament out of the Bible, okay? Now you can go back. Here's what I need you to understand. God was moving before they moved. Yeah. Now that don't make sense to you. Some of you should be dead right now. But God was moving for you. Your grandmother was praying for you. God, please get her off the streets. Let her let go of the man. Let my grandson act right. You was too selfish to pray for yourself. But God had somebody moving for you. For you. And you unhappy? Think about that for a second. He's been chasing you your whole life. And, the mo- and you've been doing all you can to distance yourself from him. But the moment you turned around, he was right there. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Let me see if I can make this a little more plan. When you was like me, by myself too, and you was sinning, by sleeping, he was in the same bed with you. <laughs> Can I make a blank? Right? You put on protection, he made sure it was. Man, and I said, you know what, school ain't for me. He looked back, and this is wisdom, 
young folk don't possess. He says, boy, the next four years are going to pass by. Whether you smoking weed or not, you might as well go to school and do the right thing. Let's see, y'all missed that. How much further would you be as you committed to you? Because last time I checked, to go through the cross takes a lot of commitment. He clearly committed to you, but you won't commit to yourself. You quit on you, and he didn't quit on the cross. And you don't quit unless you're unhappy. You don't drop out of school unless you don't get with the wrong person unless you're unhappy. Does this make sense? Your happiness is a responsibility. It's your right. You get to be happy. And you get to be happy because he took a whole lot of pain for you to have pleasure. This is this works. If you believe in this works, if not, you know, it's okay. I know you got you got a new But let's review the facts. Let's review what you would call biblical facts. They publicly embarrassed him on Thursday. Humiliated is the more proper word because the text actually says that, which is a lot worse than embarrassing. That's, hold on. I'm suffocating. Blood's in my eyes. I gotta die. 
take care of them. But you see a homeless person won't even give them a dollar. If you were happy, you would. Right? <laughs> 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 Friday. This is I've been in my pocket for two weeks. I was holding on to it. I don't need it no more. Think about all the money you hand out when you get your income tax. Shot. If you come back, you're not coming back. There's no entrepreneur. According to 
your faith, ain't gonna be no jobs. It's gonna be holy, holy, holy. Ain't nobody flipping no money. Ain't no foundation. Ain't no church. Ain't no pastors. You're not coming back regular. So, why spend it with people that make you be average? It's not fair. It's not fair. It is, it's absolutely, not only is it not fair to you, but it's not fair to us that you spend your life intentionally making decisions or allowing other people to make decisions that keep you average and impoverished and unhappy. It's not fair. Your happiness is your responsibility. And when you're 80 years old on your deathbed, you 10 more years, 90 years old, some of y'all want to be 100, so you, whatever you want to be, 90 or 100, you're not going to think about the stuff you've done. You're going to think about the stuff you did not do. Some of you have wasted your 20s and your 30s. And you're on your way to wasting your 40s. Some of you didn't learn to God snatch everything. Come on, I wish I had some folk like me. That's hard twice. <laughs> some folk like me. That's hard hit. God got to put his foot on my throat for me to go, okay, I want to breathe. Listen, here's what I'm trying to tell you. I want to communicate this. This is this is my this is my hoorah. Your life is too short for you not to protect it. It's too short for you to live something that the cross didn't already have victory over. Your life is too short for you to live. A life that the cross hasn't already defeated. The only thing, I mean, the, the cross defeated just about everything. But it didn't defeat happiness. It kept that. So why are you living a life that the cross already won against? I'm serious. I want you to, like, I want you to seriously do a personal inventory. I want you to ask yourself. How many people in your cell phone that no longer serve you? I want you to be, I want you to be honest. I'm all for loving people back to wholeness. They are savable. But you gotta save you to go around and then save everybody else at the death of that was his job. His job was to save others and die for them. Your job is to live for it and save others. You got the formula all backwards. He died to save others. You live to save others. So I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm as calm as possible. I'm asking you a serious question. When is 
is your life precious enough for you to be saved? See, you got the whole soul thing down. It's actually, it's actually, it's actually kind of my fault. It's kind, of, it's kind of people like me fault. Because all I want to do is take you to save your soul. Guess what? Your soul is still here on earth. You got to save your time here too. If you want to theological terms, it's called realize this about. You get to live a good life now. That's not to say bad times don't happen. That's not the point. The point is when they do happen, they don't affect your mood. If people walk into a room and make your armpits sweat and alter your whole mood, you have given your power to somebody that is no longer serving you. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, people literally, if people walk into a room and then make you have flashbacks, y'all know these people, don't you? Amen. They make you angry. You forgot to be happy. Let's <laughs> 
go play. At least leave your house filled up. Because if you keep leaving your house as an empty cup, people will take what's left in the first five minutes. That's why most of you are tired of work within 30 minutes. Because you never left full. Because you never set aside time to be happy. Let me pray for you, Lord. We thank you. For at least the realest, most accurate message I've heard this year. No fireworks. Just our worth. God, there's someone in here right now that look good on the outside, but they're suffering on the inside. They trusted someone who's broken their heart. Their bank account doesn't look like your promises. And they're hurting. God, I know you need to stop the pain, but I ask you for something different. I ask that you allow them to remember that their worth is not attached to their situation. Because you died. But then you got up. So we can be happy. If you receive it, will you say amen? I've learned more about the Bible, the stories in the Bible, their importance in relation to the Bible. I learned about the five major covenants never even knew they existed. Listening to Antonio's teachings, I have a personal relationship with God because I have a better understanding of who God is and what his, what his story is about, what the Bible is about. I can't even begin to explain to you the peace I have in having a biblical conversation with someone and being able to relate to them versus just sitting there and listening and nodding my head because I have no clue what they're talking about. Antonio's teachings have truly driven my journey and my walk and my relationship with God because his teachings help me get a better understanding and having that better understanding allows me to open my mind more to the teachings and to understanding God more because I didn't understand God in the beginning and now that I understand him, my walk and my journey with him, I'm more accepting of it because through Antonio's teaching now, his teachings, I understand that God loves me regardless because I'm his chosen and I'm his child. And in the beginning, I didn't think that. In the beginning, it was more of, I couldn't bring myself to Thank you.
give you.